No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Do you know what a pro showgoer is? Absolutely not. Do you? I think you're a pro showgoer. (laughs) Really? Yeah. You're a gur. No, a pro showgoer is that person in your crew that's like, dude, when we go to Climate Pledge, we have to sit over here because if you sit over there, the bass bounces back and everything sounds muddy. Or the other friend in your crew that's like, dude, don't bring any shit into this place. They're going to go through your pockets. Security's tough. Yeah. So, you know what those pro showgoers should do. Probably go over to Venue Llama. That's right. With summer <laughs> tour for Dead & Company, Fish, Widespread Panic, Billy Strings, Goose, Ween, and Green Sky Bluegrass in full swing. They are upon us. VenueLlama.com is where live music's fans share helpful insider venue reviews and information based on their own experiences. This is no bullshit. This is us telling each other what to do when you get to the venue. It's a place where pro showgoers can quickly review venues and exchange seriously helpful venue intel with one another. Head over to VenueLlama.com today to sign up for your free Llama account and start reviewing venues today. Review venues in the Llama base, upload photos to the Llama gallery, and add your favorite scene-friendly businesses, websites, or podcasts, hey, to the Friends page. All llamas registered by July 4th are eligible to win free tickets and Venue Llama gear. VenueLlama.com and follow them on Instagram at VenueLlama, V-E-N-U-E-L-L-A-M-A. And hey, they have a really cool feature over at Venue Llama. You can do a video review. What? Yeah, you can, when you're submitting to do the review, there's like a little button that you click for a video review and you can totally review this place like yourself. So. It's a whole thing. Go over, check it out. VenueLlama.com and at VenueLlama on Instagram. Shop Tour Bus, another fantastic sponsor of No Simple Road. They are our sponsor. And what are they doing? They are creating dead apparel and analog love. That, that is a great way to say it. Right? Ma. Yeah. So if you are wondering what to get anybody on your list, that's maybe they got a birthday coming up, Mother's a graduation, Day. Mother's Day, all kinds of stuff, get them a beautiful wonderfully inspired t-shirt from shop tour bus and they've got a new one that they've just dropped they've got the new minglewood blues design which is dope and it is is. on the heels of the cornell show then also on their site they say they have 14 out of the 19 songs that were played at cornell oh really yeah they uh, they listed them all on here so 
if you want the most comfortable shirt for the weather is getting ready to change and man these are so comfy and like the breeze blows through them oh yeah it's one of my favorite shirts to wear and they keep dropping new drops all the time so you can stay fresh so, so go ahead <laughs> well i was just gonna say when you get that when you decide which um shirt you'd want go ahead and put in the promo code no, no simple, simple road, road at shipping when you get your box it's not going to come in at an ordinary shipping. box well when you go when on the shipping page when you check out when you check out okay i got you yeah all right you're all following right. and then after you check out when this thing comes it's going to come in an all over print box it's going to have all kinds of extras on the inside some of you're going to get a miracle grateful dead bootleg. Actual bootleg in your order i can't think of any other business or otherwise that does that just like oh you ordered something from us oh here's a really amazing piece of grateful dead history it's going to come to you for free yeah. and they don't just stop at that they give you all there's all kinds of you get tchotchkes and gums and you don't know what tchotchke. you're going to get they throw in so many cool free things the excitement never ends when you open this box that's so right go to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on instagram and don't forget to tell them no simple road sent you by putting in the promo code no simple road all one word when you check out get that free shipping Sometimes I wish there was a video component to No Simple Road so that you all could see like what we're talking about when we're talking about like Fire on the Mountain and the food and the specials that they have over there. If you live in Denver or you live in Portland, please do yourself a favor. Go check out Fire on the Mountain for lunch or dinner one of these days. You could even like do your like office you know, team Holiday building thing or whatever the hell. Bring your whole crew over there. Go grab some lunch. This month here in Portland, they've got um, a third pound burger on a pretzel bun with two Hermanos Bakery, uh, pepper jack cheese, Dijon mustard, lettuce, tomato, onion, and pickle served with your choice of side. They've got this bratwurst on a hot dog bun with sweet hot mustard and sauerkraut. I mean, and then they have, what's the one with the comeback? Oh, yeah, asparagus dipped in house beer batter and fried to perfection. Served with a side of comeback sauce. And I just asked Apple, I was like, what do you think comeback sauce is? Well, it's the sauce that you love so much. It makes you want to keep on coming I back. Guess, I guess that totally makes well, sense. Well, over at Denver, too, they are celebrating a Billy Strings weekend. And they have mouth-watering flied cauliflower. Flied? Flied. Flied. Fried and flied. Flied cauliflower. Fried and then flied to your table. That's dope. That makes 100% sense. So, hey, check it out. If you're in one of these places, three locations here in Portland, two locations in Denver to serve you, you can follow them on Instagram at FOTMPDX or FOTM Denver. And if you're sad and you're crying right now because you don't live in any of those places, stop crying. Get yourself a tissue. Go to PortlandWings.com. Order yourself some of the sauce. Make it at home. You'll feel like you're here with us listening to Billy Strings, hanging out, going to Red Rocks. It's a whole exciting experience that you're going to have all because of fire on the mountain and the Grateful Dead family making you food. It's a wonderful thing. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're 
We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. is he asking for permission to clear his throat like let me clear my throat like nobody's gonna let him clear his throat well i guess it's just good manners is it is he what do you think mel i think in order to get more cool rap you gotta let him clear his throat oh okay that makes sense so he's not asking my permission he's just <laughs> no. saying like i'm about to clear my throat yeah, so exactly, kind of a warning, exactly. he's like i'm coming hold on oh, okay. let otherwise me clear my throat. like all phlegmy like well, he's, wants he's, to hear no, no, he's got a pretty good um, rap and, you know, going on before then. So he's got to catch his breath. Who is it that, that, that wants to clear his throat? That, that, that's not a name. I want to say Eric B and Rakim and it's not. It's, I just <laughs> feel like saying that. Um, Why do I feel Corey's producer Corey's head exploding right now? Well, I mean, because when you ask, I like have information in my head, but when you ask me stuff like that, I got to think information about it. gets locked up. It's like, nope, you're no one's knowing that. <laughs> I could totally picture the song now, but I can't. Yeah. We all got phones. Let's look it up. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hey, now, No Simple Road family. This is Aaron. This is Apple. And this is Mel. And we are super stoked to have thrice return huh. Andrew Frasco. Andrew Frasco, Woo-hoo. the man, the in man. the house. Yeah, he was actually in physically the house. in the house. All right, time. that was um, DJ Cool featuring Biz Markie and Dougie Fresh. Wow. Oh. How'd you look at a phone? What is that? Yeah, that's all oh. I did. Did you just put like, in, let me clear my throat? Mm-hmm. And then it gets. There we go. It's amazing. Google Dougie now. Fresh. So yeah, everybody. It, we don't have Dougie Fresh on the show, but we have one better. We got Andy Frasco. What? Yeah, we got Andy Fresh. I'm sure um, Andy Frasco is needed to clear his throat while he's been singing. Once uh-huh. or twice in yeah, his life. Yeah, once or twice. We, uh, this was recorded back in March 9th. Years ago. March 9th. Thank you, Apple. <laughs> yep. When uh, Andy Frasco and the UN and Big Something were here in Portland, Oregon. and uh, Mel What a and, great weekend. Mel and I 
went and picked up Andy and took him to get some food, some soup dumplings, which after were, that fresh tattoo he got were a thing that I didn't know existed. And uh, I was turned on to soup dumplings by Andy Frasco. Did you guys know that there were soup dumplings? I've brought soup dumplings home from Trader Joe's before. You knew about them. You enjoyed them. And we talked about them at lunch. Mm-mm. Yes. Mm-mm. I don't know about soup Andy, dumplings. Andy, you reach back out and you tell me. I want to I say I know about what it, I mean, it's like dumplings like, with soup inside look, of them or, or dumpling soup, like dumplings in a broth. There's a broth inside of the dumpling. Inside of the so dumpling. So it's like a little, like say pork or chicken or whatever. And then it's got some soup in there. You bite into it and there's soup and the dumpling. Okay. It's like I, was, I was really not aware it's of It's amazing. You, I bought them home and you've had some too. And you're like, yes. <laughs> Couple okay. of idiots. You it's guys fine. Have, you guys ate them like for the last three weeks in a row and don't remember. <laughs> well, it's fine. Look, I'm going to be honest. I just woke up from a nap. I am a little slow right now it's okay and darwin's limping yeah so. I I'm, the, I'm just calling out the my whole house own. is kind of slow yeah, we are it, it's a little lackadaisical simon's here for a visit yay it smells so he's good in the house slaving over a hot stove for us which he loves to do cute he's in there hooking it up yo our son came home to visit us and is cooking us dinner like mm-hmm. i feel like a king like i i should be wearing a crown right now with a scepter and somebody should be rubbing my feet. And then mm-hmm. Simon can call me. Speaking when of ready. feet, we have Andy Frasco on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Wow. All right. Apple, you were telling me about Frasco's tour dates. It's, it's, it's out of control. It's, it's insane. Always, Frasco, you're out of you know, control. You, doing, like, you go to look up somebody's tour dates and expect like a few months, but he's got starting May 19th at. Beaufort Music Festival in North Carolina, and then you just scroll and scroll. He has dates all the way up through December sixteenth. Somebody's like he's afraid got, of not working. He's got the year planned out. So uh, <laughs> instead of reading all of these, just go go to his website andyfrasco.com and go to tour dates, also, and you will find out where he's going to be at in your area. Also, somebody's lucky enough to work till December. I know. Do you know, like, there's not a lot, like you just said, a few people, you know, musicians a couple months out, usually, no, Frasco's got his game for the next five years going on. I know one of the dates that Frasco has that's super important. What? On August 30th at Ophelia's Electric Soapbox, Andy Frasco and No Simple Road podcasting live. That's right. You too can come hang out what? with Andy Frasco and No Simple Road at Ophelia's the day before the Dick's run starts. So if you're making your plans for Dick's weekend, I would urge you to show up on Wednesday instead of Thursday and come hang out with us at Ophelia's. Have have yourself a nice meal and watch a live podcast with us and, and right. our brother Andy. It's gonna We're going to get that weekend started, that Dick's weekend started right. And I, I, I really do hope that we get to take Frasco to a fish show. Yeah, it's, hopefully that nothing changes it's that. It's my Hanukkah wish this year. <laughs> Do you hear that, Andy? Don't disappoint her. It's my a Hanukkah wish. That's right. Do you get one Hanukkah wish every year? You didn't know that? No. No, no. me either. I just made it up. But it's the truth. It's, I, it sounds believable. It does sound it does believable. believable. Um, yeah, so come check us out, everybody. And uh, we would love it if the entire No Simple Road family showed up 
and beat the door down of Ophelia's and come came and had dinner and watched us do whatever we're going to do. Just make sure, well, you'll understand after this interview to bring a gift for Andy because he's starting to bring a gift table with him everywhere. Oh, yeah. He, he really so, loves really? birthday attention. He so. loves yeah, birthday attention. Favorite. You will find out about more of that here. But yeah. So let's and, do the, well, the other thing real quick, too, is don't forget he, he's got a pre-order now on his new album that'll be coming out on August 11th. So be prepared for that. And got then new he, music coming. Well, he just got some, I think it was on the Spotify list. It's on Apple Music's Apple Music. new and alternative and all that, the You Do You. That's right. Yeah, there's the one single that's dropped from it right now. So go check that out. Actually, you know what? We'll play it when we were going into the interview Perfect. so that you all can hear You Do You. And then I just want to shout out our No Simple Road family again because over Jazz Fest a um, couple weeks, uh, Rain wrote in and sent me email and text pictures and so did Nathaniel and they sent photos with Andy Frasco and uh, Daniel Donato and so I just want to say hell yeah we love you NSR family and keep those pictures coming in and that was just really cool to see super dope hell yeah let's uh let's do the business so we can let them hear this conversation with Mr. Frasco what do you guys say I say yeah yeah let's do it you guys are allowing it I will roll out the business roll it out Go to uh, our website, www.nosimpleroad.com for all things No Simple Road. You know what to do. You know how websites work. I'm not going to give you instructions anymore. I was thinking about it the other night, and I was like, I tell them what to do every week. They, you guys know you guys how to know. work a website. Go get merch. Get a tarot reading from me and Mel. Sign up for the newsletter. Boom. NoSimpleRoad.com. Follow us on Instagram at NoSimpleRoad and on Facebook at NoSimpleRoad. And also, go to Patreon.com forward slash NoSimpleRoad. You're getting, you're getting the gist here. Everything is NoSimpleRoad. Follow us. Or no, don't follow us. Go to Patreon.com forward slash NoSimpleRoad and sign up. Sign up. Become a patron. You get early access to Every week's episode with no commercials, check it out a day early. You get an unedited, uncommercial version of, well, like this episode we're about to drop right now. You would have heard it yesterday. You're getting side roads that are produced by us and producer Corey. You're getting access to the Discord channel if you sign up for five bucks or more a month. And hey, we haven't had any new patrons this month. We need some. We need some. Come on. Jump on the bus. And you're getting joke of the week. You're getting all kinds of other extra things. What's the, like the ice cream social thing? <laughs> no, the ice cream treat is when we the drop a Wednesday when we drop a Wednesday like you just did. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's the Patreon deal. And um, Did we do, did we read this one from May 4th? For what? No, reviews? I got to pull up. So okay. that's the other thing that you can do is go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review and somebody left us a yes. May the 4th Be With You review, it looks like. I'm going to read it because... Go for it, Mel. Um, uh, Funyuns, um, the best thing since sliced dead. Whoa. I work from home and listen to Stern when he's live. When he's not, I started bringing this podcast, Big Fish and Deadhead, and heard Dawn from Female Centrics give you guys a shout out while promoting Osiris Podcasts. Thank you, Dawn. That Thank is you, Dawn. so sweet. Um, I found NSR and have been binging straight oh. when I can... Up to episode 20. I actually can't wait to go to work in the morning so I can get back on the long, strange trip that is No Simple Road. And honestly, oh, oh wait, the honesty and vulnerability is refreshing and the topics are what I love on every level. Mm-hmm. Thanks, you guys. Keep it up. Yeah. Update. These friends from this show I now call my family and will support them to the end. And we have seen countless shows together and the Mycelium Network continues to grow. Never forget Safety Third, JB. Aww. Aww. 
That's, that's dope. It high praise, dope. high praise. It I'll really take is. it. I'll take it too. That is. I'll take it and I'll raise you a thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll see your thank thank you and I'll raise you and I love you. I'll raise your I love you too. Thank you, sweetie Petey. <laughs> you won. Mel just won. I can't. Nobody beats a I love you, sweetie Petey. I, I wouldn't even know what to say after that. Now I'm all kerfluffled and well, all yeah, flustered. I, I'll trump you all with the Jasper Spanky booty. Oh, oh shit. Dang. Oh, you oh. can also call 971-808-1524. That is the No Simple Road Tepid line. You can call in, tell us a story, tell us a joke, um, tell us about the day you were born, if you remember. If you do, you should probably call in 971-808-1524 and tell us about that because that would be a really incredible story. That, that would just be told. cool to hear. Yeah, yes. it would. Mm-hmm. So we know you got interesting story. Everybody's got something to say. Just call up and say it. Hey. There's no constraints. There's no, I mean, we ask for things, but you can do whatever you want. It's it's wide open, man. 971-808-1524. No the future type of line. is wide And hey, open. here's the deal. The best thing you can do for yourself and for us is to tell somebody that you love about No Simple Road. Say, hey, I know about a cool podcast. You should go listen to it. It's called No Simple Road. It's Aaron, Mel, Apple, and Darwin. And they hang out and they interview people like Andy Frasco. And you're my friend. And I think you should listen to this cool thing too. And I love you. Here's my love. (laughs) Here's my love in the form of this cool podcast I listen to. Boom. That's it. So there's the business. What do you think? How do we do, everybody? We did great. Like, should we That's should we good. should we hit some applause for that? No, yeah. no, no, All right. no, 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 no applause. for Andy. We're uh, gonna get you to the <laughs> interview with Andy right now, and uh, we love you guys. And without further ado, the No Simple Road Crew gives you Andy Frasco.
birthday. It was good. That's it? That's boring. What no, I did. Come on, it was man. Jam Cruise. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'll talk all about it if you want. All right. Yeah, we do want to talk Here, about it. Let's go. That's a big deal how you... Are That's a big deal how you let you bring in your yeah. birthday. Oh. Whenever you're around Aaron, just assume he's recording everything. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I just don't think a 35-year-old birthday is an important birthday. And I like... That's a milestone. Every five or zero is a milestone. Really? Sure. I just feel like I'm getting too old. Do you... Okay, for real. Yeah. Okay, and what? Okay, what if you are? Well, wow, you guys want to? Okay, here we go. We're gonna go right out there. Here we go. We're yeah. going right yeah. over the We'd like to welcome <laughs> Andy We're Fresco to the podcast. <laughs> um, welcome, Andy. No, no, I, I, I talked about this a little bit. I was like, I fucked up. I told everyone it was my birthday the day before Jam Cruise. Uh so I had five. It's like you know, everyone's already partying. So like. It was just like I, I I wish I didn't tell anyone until the day of because everyone's like it's almost your birthday it's oh. almost your so birthday. you had to build up hey birthday boy I'm like fuck 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 Woo. I just don't right. like I don't know I don't like the attention like that yeah. wait a minute wait a wait a <laughs> fucking minute you did oh, bullshit well, he said Andy like, Frasco he said just like said that. he doesn't like the attention and after, like that I, I didn't hear I that part that was, <laughs> important, I, that was the important part he added in the like that that's a birthday no I mean I, I'm already getting attention you know and birthday uh, babe, attention babe, check different. out my shirt check out my shirt Oh, Frasco, Frasco. You agree? Okay, birthday, <laughs> wait, birth, why is birthday, birthday attention, attention different? It, it's different. It's a little because, more annoying because you're expected to be like the excited one and stuff like that. Uh, but it's your fucking birthday. It, you should be excited. I mean, I'm excited all the fucking time. I don't need to. Okay. You don't need to. Well, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, you're you're on jam cruise. Yeah, yeah. and so you're. That's not like church. No. It, and, so Andy's at work, <laughs> right? Oh, He's shit. at work He's telling at work. everybody. You know what I mean? That it's his birthday, and it's like, yeah, it's, it feels a little selfish. Oh, really? Really? I just feel like I'm being like obnoxious with the "Hey, look at me" type of thing. You Where know? are my presents? But that's your personality. <laughs> ever, anyway, I there. know, but like enough is enough. Wait, wait. <laughs> I got a podcast. You, fuck, you, I got a band. I don't need to talk about anything else. <laughs> I just want to know: did you, did you have a special gift table? Like you guys can put the <laughs> like gifts a, over there. Like, like yeah, a yeah. mitzvah. <laughs> Hello, Jam Cruise. Please leave my presents by the atrium, please. <laughs> God, I'm such a tool. That would be hilarious. Oh my God. It's it it's not easy though realizing that you're getting older. And, yeah. and I'll tell you what, man, like in the last two years, so I turned fifty and then fifty one, obviously, but when I turned fifty That's the chronological order. Thank you. Adam. It, when I turned so fifty good at math. having to look back and be like, fuck, man, there's a lot in back of me, less in less in, in front of me than is in behind right. me now. And realizing that you're getting older is not easy. No. And, and doing what you do is not easy. Right. So, I mean, that's got to be a head trip. Yeah, it is extremely. And you see all these young bands, too, who have all this energy and shit. Like, we interviewed, like, um, Eggy mm -hmm. and 10th Mound Division. All these kids who are just... Just super energetic. I'm just like jaded as fuck. <laughs> I'm like, like, yeah, we're going on the road, man. We're all hopping in a van. I'm like, well, I just celebrated a 35th birthday <laughs> on a boat. No, no. I um, no, it is. It's it's getting older. Like, especially when everyone tells you this is a young man's game, you know? It's not, though. It's not. Because you know what, man? Energetic-wise, though, you might be onto something. How Okay. How do you... Keep doing this as you get older. Hot lake. Less drugs, okay. more sleep, more water, vitamins. 
take what vitamins are you yourself? taking? I take spirulina. Uh-huh. I take a probiotic. I take vitamin D. Yes. And I take, um, I'm about to start taking fish oil because I heard that's good for you too. Yeah. Good Get on that heart. athletic greens shit. Yeah, is it spirulina that? There is, there is spirulina in athletic greens. Yeah, no, you you bring up a good thing, man. Like, when we're younger, we beat ourselves up continually. And you think that it can go on forever. And then when you start getting older, you start realizing that, like, your body is not going to handle the abuse that you're handing to it. And then... You, it's funny man you're doing the exact same thing that, that i did like i need to start taking vitamins i need to start exercising i right. need to, you know what i mean and realizing that that shit actually mattered oh yeah <laughs> I, I i couldn't i thought i was dying and i didn't realize it was just acid reflux <laughs> oh, <laughs> no God. shit i really thought i was dying i thought i was i, I thought i had throat cancer I, i'm like super neurotic anyway so i thought i had like stomach cancer and throat cancers and um what is this based it, on it was just my neur- my Jewish neurotic okay. brain that my mom, you know. Yeah, we the acid reflux can make you feel like you're having a fucking heart attack. It's too. the worst. All the chest pain and everything, like, yeah. oh, that this is it. Yeah, exactly. And I was, oh, and, I ate, like, and then shit. especially when you have panic attacks, mm-hmm. and, and all everything just starts triggering itself. So like, I yeah, I had to like slow it down. Like I even I had this epiphany. I'm only on day four of this tour, or. <laughs> And too. I'm thought, glad we caught thought, you early. I thought your first show was yesterday. <laughs> we had three without oh, big something. Okay. And, you know, I did, you know, normally I could just like, you know, take 10 shots and maybe. Yeah, I've seen you put it back. Dude. Put it back or like do that, then wake up at six, drive the van, you know, drive the van, drive the boys, like not drunk, but maybe I'm. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but like, Never. slightly hungover, or, sli- or like, if I'm, if I'm, yeah. But I'll, I'll start. I'll, I'll drink. I only power drink from like ten to midnight, and okay. then I'm done. Can you can you explain to me what power drinking is? I don't like. I mean, I don't drink all day. Oh, okay. And okay. I don't drink after the show unless. Okay, so ten at night till midnight. I just drink like during the old. show. Okay. So, and then. Um, but I'm such on adrenaline, I gotta wind down. Mm. Right. You're talking about ketamine, right? Yeah. I um I took that once. I've only taken it three times. Okay. I took that yesterday. How did you oh, do you it? Oh, you did. Yeah. It- or two days ago. I liked it. Uh, yeah. You got to snort it. I didn't like that because yeah. I have bad allergies. Yeah. Right? Face drugs are gnarly. They are. And I realized that, like, because I really don't do coke anymore. Anymore. Yeah. I used <laughs> to do it a lot, and. uh <laughs> I just see how it is. I don't know. The face drugs, I, I'm not, I can't fuck with. It's, it, dude, it's a, it's a whole thing. It, and to me, and this, this is just me. Ketamine is in a completely different category than any other face drug. When I think face drug, I think meth and blow, mm-hmm. right? Ketamine is, I'm not doing ketamine and then like at three in the morning like call the dude yeah. we ran out we're that was the last line here's my here's my atm card like i'm not doing that with ketamine right i'm having an experience it's more, it's more like i don't know what about the listen bro this is the coolest thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> The windows are talking to me, man. <laughs> no, we, what were you gonna say? I um, I don't know. I feel like it's such an internal drug that, like, 
if you you have to take the right amount if yes. you're in public because if you take too Ooh. much, oh, it's bad. Yeah, and Denver, that's like that's all everyone's doing is fucking ketamine. Oh, really? Just, yeah, they're going out and fucking partying on it. I'm like, how Wait, the fuck are you doing? Yeah, this? how the fuck? I don't know. We've learned that. that. We've learned it. it it's, I don't know. How, it's no, like an at home thing with Aaron's a certain to. set of people. It's got to be the right people. Set and setting. Yeah, yeah. set and setting. Look, know, okay, it, Andy, do you think drugs are out of control? A little bit. You know what I mean, too. Yeah. Yeah. Out of control. How? There's just so much coke everywhere now. Really? I don't see blow anywhere. Because you're sober. Oh. That's true. You know? know? Well, sober is relative, Andy. That's true. We see it at the show. You don't pay enough (laughs) attention to the crowd because people, well, it's hard to tell now, too, when people are doing key bumps because now there's ketamine. What what are they doing? They're doing anything. People are doing keys all the time at shows. Hold on. What? Backtrack this. Okay. Yeah. You go to a lot of shows. Yeah. Yep. You say you're not seeing as much drugs as I, you used to? I I don't see Coke oh. as much as I used to. But you, but I think Andy's right. You're not looking for it. If you were fucking scouting the room, you'd fucking lock eyes with the dude no, or the I, chick. No, I can't, I can't fuck around. But I'm saying yeah. if you were into it, you'd see it. Yeah. You'd find it. It'd yeah. be there. If you were Coke scouting. Do you want to see No Simple Road and my whole life fall apart? No. Let's do that. Yeah. No, yeah, we're, no, we're not you. trying anybody to um, mm-hmm. have their life fall apart, but like... Darwin won't have it. On the but, next episode of No Simple Nose. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's back. Jewish only podcast. <laughs> Dude, it, it's a... To me, it's a completely different thing because... When I'm doing ketamine, mm-hmm. allegedly, yeah, um, <laughs> there's it's an experience, and 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 I'm getting something from it. It's not just like I'm partying, like oh, it, okay. I'm having doing shit. Like, are you doing is, like ketamine you're, you're, therapy? Yeah. Yet? Um, no. Tell them how you feel about that. What do you feel about that? I think it's great. I thought you'd hate it. No, well, but I mean, if you're doing it right, set and setting, Harry, hang it is therapy. Yeah, yeah. Just because you're not in a a medical setting doesn't mean it's not therapeutic. This is a non-sponsored thing. I'm not mentioning this because of anything. We should set up a clinical room. We should. There's that thing called Mind Bloom. Have you heard of this? No. No. You can go check out Mind Bloom, right? And it's a website and. You have a call with a do- a doctor or whatever, and then they send you ketamine to your house. They send you a whole kit, a kit. It's like it's like a night sleeping goggles and, thing a, and like a and, journal and, a and music and the whole thing, so you can have your own guided at home by yourself ketamine experience. I think that's fucking great. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't. I understand that you have to do ketamine in your face, or, or that that's the way that people do it. Can you boof it? You can boof anything. You no, there's also pill, there's also pill form, <laughs> but that's not popular. No, no, no. So you know, but I don't know. I feel way differently about that than I do blow and and right. stuff. And and when you say that drugs are out of control, I, I said it. What do you mean, Mel? I think that like anything and everything. At first, it's taboo, and then it's like, ooh, you know, you don't, you, you don't see it around. You got to know the right people to ask. Then there becomes this popularity where now everybody's doing it. It's not fucking cool or fun anymore, and it's just everywhere. And maybe part of the mystique is being secretive, like you were talking. You we sound had, just like me. I was saying, like a while back, we had the conversation, but sometimes shit gets too fucking popular, and that's just the turnoff. Mm. That's it. Is 
what? big booty hoes is cool, but then like you've seen so many hoes with big booties, it's like, all right, I like, want a little booty hoe now. That's fine. Medium booty. I'm looking for that skinny ass. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I shit gets yeah. played out, and I'm talking about personally in your life too. Sometimes you do shit and you get annoyed with yourself. Like, ew, enough what? is it fucking enough with the drinking, or enough's enough with the fucking fucking around all the time. Like you right. personally, you get to your own like limit annoying limit and then that's that's it like so what do we how do we um approach the people who <clears throat> who don't have that emergency stop button Ooh. Mm. those are the people that get that we have to fucking you know like with aaron i had to have an Cold intervention that, no i, I, I straight up had to have an intervention with aaron yeah, like had, I, really? I, oh, yeah, yeah literally like what well where was your rock bottom <laughs> My Jesus rock bottom. Well, his and his rock bottom was my I, rock I, bottom. Well, my <laughs> rock bottom was living in an abandoned building on home, like homeless in Vegas. In Vegas, stealing from Home Depots to get money for heroin for dope, and shooting dope in an abandoned building and sleeping on the floor. Hold on, by yourself? Me and my brother. So your brother was doing heroin too. Yeah. Would you guys ever like steal from each other? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's fucked up. It's, it was fucked up. So where'd you find this abandoned house? It wasn't a ba- it wasn't a house. It was like a a women's shelter. Yeah, it was a it, it used to be a, a hospital. Yeah. It was a women's hospital that was abandoned. And like there was like doctors' offices, one story, like office park, abandoned office park. Yeah. And we just busted one of the windows and we're living in like one of the doctors' offices. Because it had power and water and still on. Yeah. Holy shit. Who it, caught? Did, did anyone catch you like for trespassing? No. No. Nobody, nobody ever caught us. So you could have you died there. I, I tried to die there. I tried to commit suicide in that place. What and about your brother? He, he didn't he passed care. Away. He passed He died from heroin? He died from hepatitis C from heroin abuse. Oh a liver, lot of liver lot of liquor failure. drinking. Yeah, a lot so of drinking. he died, and then you and stayed there by yourself. Oh no, he didn't die there. No, oh. no, neither of us passed away in that place. No, Mm-mm. yeah, that came oh, that was the came later. So that, that what part of Aaron's life that he's talking about is when we first got together. <laughs> no at, way. At, yeah, after, way. After he tried to literally commit suicide, was the day after is when I found him, and then we. I was walking down the street the day after trying to commit suicide. I woke up in the morning with the needle in my arm. Like you just try to overdose yourself. Yeah. And dude, I did enough dope to kill a horse. Hold on. So why, why did you feel like you wanted to do that? I was on the street. I was strung out on dope and I was done. I, there was like, no, I couldn't see the end of it. Do you understand what I mean uh-huh. by that? I, I yeah. could, there was no like end to the misery that I was in, the cycle of like getting sick and getting well. I couldn't see the end of it. That's so, what I'm talking about. Like there's no emergency stop. No, I don't have that. I don't have that button. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and so the only, the only way out was to check out. And, and I remember like, Holy shit, Aaron. Um, waking up in the morning and being like, fuck. Cause all my resources were spent, you know, now I'm going to be sick today because I blew everything yesterday thinking I wasn't going to be here today. I was walking down the street and I was like, just, 
I guess it's praying. I don't know. You yeah, know. guess. And look, I was like, look, either, either let me die or get me out of this because I can't fucking do this anymore. And I, I can't believe that he did and all that. Here she that, comes. This is one of the few she points. She almost hit me with her car. This is one of the few points in our life. Really? That, for real. This is the truth because, so he was doing that while he was getting high that night trying to off himself the day before that while he was off getting his shit. I went into that abandoned building to try to find him. We hadn't seen each other in months either. Hold on. So you guys knew each other though. We, but we, we hadn't didn't seen know, each yeah. other in a while. We knew Did each other. Did you guys other. hook up a couple nope. months ago? We had never hooked up. Really? Mm-hmm. We were just friends. Mm-mm. I wasn't I wasn't about hooking up like that. Um, so what'd you see in him that you wanted to save him? God only knows. You know, that's... That's awful. a great question, Andy. <laughs> I mean, you see, we see homeless people all the time. Why, and I was, why'd, I was why'd you pick Aaron to save? Um, I, I feel like I didn't have a choice in the matter in, in the sense that like it, our connection was so strong even back then that it didn't make sense to me either. It wasn't like, oh, he's hot or I see my kids with him or it was none of romantic shit like that. If it was like a magnet, like why the fuck am I care about this dude i had a good like he'd gotten me a good job i was making money i had my own car i was living with my brother i had my daughter she was in daycare i mean it was i was fucking she was set i was i was fucking dating doctors and shit like i was hanging out i was doing my own thing and then this guy i (laughs) i couldn't not be help him i couldn't not do it put it that way there was nothing in me that was like oh yeah well fuck it it's fine i it was instinctual. That's amazing. Yeah, she almost hit me with the car, dude. Like, so, I stepped off the curb, and this car goes... Well, well, so the rest of the story is, like, he had that whole thing in the evening. I, I tried to find him during the day when he was copying his stuff. Uh-huh. I bumped into this guy that li- also lived at that women's shelter, was like, oh, that dude's bad news. Him and his brother, they, like, be robbing people, and you got to stay away from him. <laughs> no shit. Oh, yeah. Swear swear to God, I that brought... a different person, Andy. So, Were you angry, or...? He was sad. I was sad and dangerous. Yeah. Sad. And then his brother was really bad. So he had an influence on him that was just bad. His brother, his brother. His brother's the one that got us in, got us into it. Yeah. You were on it too? Yeah. yeah. And and at this point in his life, that's what I was going to say a minute ago, for the, like, it was the only point in mine and Aaron's friendship since our early teens where we weren't together. We'd usually help each other. He would have had a place to stay if I would have still been in Vegas. I would have made him stay. So you with, moved out? I was living in California at my mom and stepfather's ranch up by Yosemite, self imposed rehab because I was hooked on meth. He was more into heroin. Absolutely so, shooting meth. Yeah, which is weird because I've always been a person that's into downers. <laughs> I mean, I've all, I, you're the most chill dude ever. <laughs> like, he wasn't then. Oh no, no, God. yeah, it was a, it was a yeah, different, different thing. Dude. And yeah, I had no idea that he was that bad. I found out quite a bit i, I found, found out after me i mel found got after he after I, I always say to this day it's like the guardian angel mel came along and saved his it was life divine. i lost my brother I, it was like we're all trying to talk about like you know what is it it was divine i don't i'm not saying oh god or not god it was bigger than myself what was happening he had was in some fucked up place i was in a great place he had helped me out when I was fucked up. Like I was a teenage mom. I was making like fucking four seventy five, working at a movie theater. He comes and gives me, gets me a job working in a hospital, making three times what I was making, maybe even four times what I was making. Yeah, we were making like 16 bucks. So 
that changed my life. Hold on. You were getting her jobs while on heroin? So <laughs> I, went, I, I went to school to be a surgical assistant. And the school that I went to was next to the movie theater that Mel worked at. That's how we met. Did you flirt with her a bunch? All the time. Every time I walked by the movie theater, I was flirting with her. I I thought I I was, it was the weirdest thing. Like once I met Mel, it was like one focus. Like I, everything else went out the window except for dope. Did you know he was doing dope at the time? No. no she had no clue. I was wet behind the ears. I was, I was doing like $300 I didn't, dude, worth of dope he a day had like to school. all these track marks and stuff, and I didn't know what a track mark looked like. He I was told like, her oh, it was my, a cat scratch. Yeah, he was like, oh, my cat. And I was like, no. Nope. Cat's crazy. <laughs> Hold on, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was so wet behind. My mom- So how'd you know he needed help? Well, when once I, once I, so we were working at the hospital together. This is before he was homeless. Yeah. And he wasn't always homeless. He kind of had his shit to as semi, much together as you can have for shooting dope every day. And I was going to school. And then when I graduated, I making straight A's at school, Andy. I really I graduated on the dope? top on dope. And, and I ended working up working in a surgical, like surgery. We were functional drug addicts. You're working in surgery. Yes. High on and heroin. I, high as fuck. And I was, I was shooting Nodding up. out and shit. I was shooting up meth working in my dad's law office. What? I was. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah. Being yeah. like, eh, yeah. Typing 120 words a minute. And yeah. <laughs> so I, I ended up, I ended up getting fired. Uh-huh. Cause For I what? Did, I did some dumb shit at work. What'd you do? Okay, so there's. <laughs> Have you already told this story? No, I've never told this. Right, cool. This is bad. Okay, what'd you do? So, uh, an operating room is a sterile environment. Yeah, and each operating room is its own sterile universe. So, like, you can't bring like anything hemostats from operating room A and into operating room B. You can't. Don't do that. No. So I had the biohazard trash. Oh my god. And walked from one operating room into another operating room with the fucking bag of bloody guts and sponges. While and they shit. were operating. While they would, were doing yeah. I wasn't, I was not present. Just walking were you the room. up? Yeah, it was fucked up. And the charge nurse at the time, the, the lady that was in charge of like the, all the operating room shit was this like nurse ratchet, gnarly, Old school, hardcore nurse. She fucking hated me. She had it from in the for day him. that I started working there. She had my number. Jesus, Christ. she knew. She knew f- fucking flat out, but could never prove it. And always like had it out for me the whole time I worked there. And when that happened, I never saw her smile until that day. That she's like, I got she, you. Bitch. That was it. I'm done. You're fucking done. So I ended up getting fired and. But before he before he got fired, he had gotten me a job doing EKG. So he trained me to do the job that I was doing. Like I said, I was making fucking four dollars an hour and now making almost. And you didn't know he was all doped up? Mm -hmm. No. How do you work on heroin? I just don't understand. Isn't it like a drug where you doze off? Well, I mean, there's levels of you just had a high tolerance. And also I was like, like I was fucking with the methadone clinic, too. So I would like. Have, have periods where I would go to the methadone clinic and like take my methadone and be all right for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got, do you mind? I'm, I got still, so many well, questions. Let's go okay. Well, like with addiction. <laughs> let's go. With, let's addiction, fucking go. with addiction, it, it becomes, uh, when you're an addict, it, 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 it's like food. Yeah. 
it eventually becomes like it's what makes you get up it's and air. work yeah. and everything. I wonder if I'm a functioning alcoholic. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent, dude. Well, you can do your entire show fucked up. Right. And and no one's saying like, oh, that was bad. They're fucking loving it. You're killing it. You're going to the next city, doing it again. Yeah. So you're just using your drug of choice or your poison yeah. to do whatever. And that's what he was doing. People do it every day. They're on all fucking like. Xanax. Exactly. Yeah, the pharmaceutical. Well, well, going back to what you said, maybe we are. There is a drug problem in our country. Don't, that's what okay. I'm. That's what I was Definitely. talking about. And I, I don't like. It's not just like street drugs. That's not what I mean. No, it's e- like every- the tolerance. Like we have such a high tolerance for everything. Yeah, Everybody's and- on something, including kids. Yeah. Get that- them started early. Oh, they're not caffeine. Attention yep. deficit disorder. They're a fucking kid. Kids don't like to pay attention to you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You don't put them on drugs. You give them something funner to do. It's true. I mean, I don't know, man. It For me. But, but they're also, I have to say this too. They're helpful. Drugs are helpful and they help you to one, break down barriers. Like think about this. Like when you smoke a joint with somebody, all of a sudden the vibes are chill, moods a little bit more relaxed. You, you know, start talking, flowing. You take some Molly. All of a sudden things are happy. You're elevated. You want to dance. It's not that they're bad. Even the prescription drugs. It's that we're all, it's like a free for all. And there's no, like integration process. It, the word medicine has been lost. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. And like, like Mel, I, I'm going to speak freely about our recent experience. Is that okay? In Mexico. I mean, sh- uh, yeah. I guess. So like, <laughs> I mean, I get, no, that means no. Yeah. no <laughs> so what happened? We, we were just talking on the way to come pick you up and like, The experience that I had on psychedelics in Mexico, for me, I don't get stuff in the moment too often with that. Mm -hmm. Like for me, it's days and weeks after that the download happens or whatever. And like, I don't think I would be working the things out that I'm working out Mm. in myself without that assistance of those medicines like the site the psychedelics yeah man i don't i the stuff that i've realized and and like that i've come to change about myself and the stuff that we've done with no simple road i i mean not solely and totally completely attributed to that of course there's three of us and our time and talent creativity goes into this but it's a component without that stuff i don't there's a big piece of this that would be missing and i think with you too it's the same thing you know, it, you've built a brand for yourself that's kind of based on around, drugs around partying. And yeah, and true. In a, I feel like what you've done, you've made it okay for other people to be free with that, and that's a good thing. Yeah, man. I feel like that embarrassment and that shame and that hiding is fucking gone. And when you're at one of your shows. It's okay to let your hair down. Yeah. It's after the fact, right? It's after what like you said, when people don't have that stop button, when people can't just do that night and then that's it. Like, yeah, oh, that keep was the party fun. Going. Do you yeah. have that, Andy? Do you have a stop button? Yeah. You yeah. do. What what's your what's your uh just normally you no, have it or no, no, you no. have to build that up? What's the thing that tells you to stop? Well, I'm a workaholic and I mm. once my once the partying affects my work then I stop doing things. Really? Yeah. Like you, you say to yourself, fuck that. I'm done. 
Yeah, I could I could just have one toot or I could just have two shots or I could just have That's so baffling. If I got to wake up at 6 a.m., I I could stop. That's I don't understand that. Like my really? mind doesn't work like that. I No, I I don't even smoke weed anymore. Really? Wait, what? I know. What what was weed? Why did you get rid of that one? Because it's giving me anxiety. Oh, okay, yeah. started doing the opposite. Yeah, bro, yeah. let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah, for real. I'm, like, I've really, I'm really toned it down. A complete since when? It's been like I don't know seven months. I still drink a lot, but I drink uh, at night. You know, I don't. I think it's because my dad, my dad was, I, 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 I'm inspired by my dad. He works all the time and after work, he'll, he'll just drink until he goes to sleep, but mm-hmm. he's not drinking all day. He's like, and he's not like, he's not an angry drunk. He's just like, just, that's what he does to wind down. And I think that's kind of how I am. But instead of winding down, I'm winding up for my show. Oh, but, oh how shit. Do you, how do you come down from from a show, Andy? Oh, yeah, I, I was just on a back. I, I Porn? <laughs> I was okay. just going to say probably jerks okay. off. I jerk <laughs> off. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's, fa- that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a r- right or wrong answer. Everybody, you got to sure. get the poison out. Karina Reichman takes baths. Right? <laughs> yeah. I ain't taking a bath in a Motel 6. That's for sure. You heard, of, you heard yeah. that story? <laughs> You hear no, that story? She no. got fucking like ringworm and shit from the band was telling her, don't bathe in these hotels. And, and she, she got ringworm? And some shit. Yeah. Something similar. <laughs> See, fuck all that. I love See, you, Karina. Shout out to Karina, but yeah. I can't even take a shower when, when the tub's wet before I'm in there. What? Like if the t- if if one of my other band members <laughs> oh, took it, they left yeah. some resi- I need there's residue. Completely dry. Or I will not go in that fucking shower. So okay. let's get back to this anxiety. Okay. anxiety thing. okay. I, want, I want to dig into this. The right. bath thing was pretty cool. No, the bath <laughs> thing's cool. It, Mel asked me a question on the way to come get you today. We were talking and I said, you know, since Mexico, I realized that everything I do, I'm fucking hurrying. Yeah. Every fucking thing I do, like. If I'm grinding coffee beans, I'm trying to fucking hurry and do it as fast as I can. If I'm writing an email, I'm trying to do it as fast as I can to get to the next thing. And there's always this underlying level of anxiety because of it. Because I'm trying to hurry and I'm worried that I'm not going to do it fast enough. And then something. And I realize, like, wow, I don't have to fucking do that. I can just like chill out and Mm. decide, oh, I don't got to hurry right now. But then my wonderful wife says, but why do you think you do that? God damn it, man. <laughs> yeah, trying to get he, to the root of the fi- problem. The man finally relaxes yeah. in fucking Mexico. He finally Why? doesn't have the demons of anxiety. And he finally just puts his shoulders down. <laughs> Good, I got this motherfucker now. But why? But why did you do it? That's like my next normal progression. And then he's like, I never thought about that. And I'm like, how could you not fucking think about that? I don't even care why. I'm going to make it stop now. So I don't care why. But my point in in saying all that was to ask you, like, so you do the same thing? Yeah. Have this interior rush? I have this interior rush right when I wake up. And... I my managers and my agent hate me so much because I'm micromanaging oh, them on everything. Shit. I'm in I'm in 
I'm finding out the gossip of festivals before they find out, and oh, I'm letting them shit. know. Or they, I, that, now my dumb ass is like, I don't tell, I just don't say anything, and it just kills me inside because I'm just like, I just, I'm always, I am always one step ahead, uh, and everyone thinks I'm moving too fast always, and my anxiety is so bad that I have to overwork to to crush it to crush it. Because I don't want to take drugs to crush it. I don't want to drink all day to crush it. Mm-mm. So I, what I chose to uh, control my anxiety is just overworking myself until I'm exhausted. So that's your quote unquote medicine slash drug. Yeah, I love working. Mm-hmm. So is it? This is going to sound like a stupid, silly question, but I'm honestly asking this. Like, can you watch a movie? Um, if I'm not. If I'm not interested in the first 10 minutes, no. Really? Yeah. Like, it's got to grab. Are you, you on your phone? I got to grab. Like I'm on my a- phone. I have my computer on my dick and I have my phone out and I am, uh, you know, checking emails while the while it's on. Wow. And and then I'm doing a social media post or while the movie's on. And and you're doing all the editing for your show. And I'm and editing you're doing the all podcast, your media shit, and, yeah. and 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 yeah, marketing, so, budget plans. So when when does it stop? It doesn't. It, when I die, I think. But this is what I'm realizing. Yeah. If we do that constantly, right? Is this suppression? It totally is. It's suppression, and if we do it constantly. We're missing all the shit that's actually happening while it's happening because we're on to the next thing. Like right now, this is dope what we're doing. Like for real. Four friends kicking it, talking about real shit. Right. And then what we're just going to be fucking every two minutes looking at our fucking watch or our our phone. Be like, okay, I got to get out. Like that's not fair. That's not right. fair. To it's you like, or me. It's not fair to anything or or the time itself. Like time deserves to be fucking savored and taken in that's not fair that you are like oh i can't wait to see fucking you know no simple row we can't wait to see andy and then we're like fucking like her okay like fucking ants in our pants like we're got fucking crabs or something right can't sit down and just enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the it. moment and yeah. and what does enjoy mean it, whatever the fuck it means it doesn't matter but like taking the time like i grew up with a mom that rushed for fucking moms my mom's thing was let's hurry up and go so we can hurry up and come back <laughs> she said that when we, she was living that's a real thing that's can my, we hurry up and go so we can hurry up and get back that's home? my mom's mantra hurry and up and go like what you know what i'm kind of like that too to be honest like when i'm on tour i'm like let's just get this done so i can go back home but then you want to get home so you can plan the next tour exactly so it is Constant. okay so <laughs> it isn't being present Mm-mm. we're never present never and we always pitch talking about being present <laughs> Pitch it. And we are hypocrites. Hypocr- totally. All of us are. Andy. And I think that's why I like music. Because wait, wait, wait. I, How'd you get there? Because that is the only time when I'm on stage, that's the only time I'm truly, truly present. Really? Uh-huh. Or yeah. doing a podcast when I'm interviewing someone, truly present too. Unless they Well, then you're, wor- you're working. <laughs> you're yeah, in the middle of born, working yeah. when you're doing those things. Yeah. So you're in your happy so is spot. It, so uh, maybe. Okay. I hear you there. Wow. So, but what, in that contradictory to distraction, if working for me is happy, 
then why? But, but, but is well, because it a distraction? because well, because you take it to another level. Like work is fine, but you said you're a workaholic. Yeah, you yeah, kind of yeah. like went beyond that. You're like won't let other people around your life do their job because you're trying to do their job too. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's the, why. I guess that it could be on stage or your pod. That'd be the reward of right. your work. Okay, then. right. I want to pose you a question. Okay, so it's 24 hours in a day. You got to sleep eight hours. That leaves. 16 hours? Very Am I right? Good. Thank ding, you. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, right on. 16 hours, yeah. You got 16 hours in the day. Let's say that you set up a thing for yourself where you have to have like four hours. Where you got to have like four hours that you can't work. Right? Right. Or even two. Yeah. Would you just go ape shit? Would you go crazy? Yes. I've been realizing I can't even be alone. Oh shit. Mm. It's pretty bad. But I can't have a a relationship cuz I don't want <laughs> Oh man. I'm kind of fucked up. Like I always have to have my my assistant or my tour manager with me while I'm working, even if we don't just talk. to hang. Even if I'm working at my office and he's working on something else. What happens when you're alone? I don't know. I start having bad thoughts. What are bad like like, like Rihanna, wow, wow, thoughts. <laughs> 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 when I went you, Andy, oh my goodness, wow, I don't know. I just feel like I start getting super depressed when I'm by myself. Mm, so the workaholism, sometimes I feel like suicide. Workaholism is preventing you from seeing. Wait that, a minute, wait a minute, back that. the fuck up. What? Sometimes I, 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 when I'm super lonely, I, I think suicidal. Okay. No wait. Suicide or like, like, man, I don't care anymore. Like, I want this all to be over with. Um, it's not that bad. It's more of a. I have nothing to do now, mm. so I might as well just go. Okay. Okay. That's so temporary. But the, yeah, that's my dad used to say a permanent solution for a temporary problem. Right. Yeah. But like, and this this may sound stupid, but like, there's so much shit to do. There's so many things that like you and I have never experienced. Right. There's so many foods you've never tasted, drinks you've never drank, smokes you've never smoked, drugs you've never done, Mm -hmm. women you've never met, songs you've never, like an infinite number of shit that you've never done. And to think in that moment, like, well, there's nothing for me to do. So I could just check out. Think about that, man. That's pretty heavy. Wild shit, dude. Like, is that just being super present? <laughs> no, I think that's like the ultimate well, form of avoiding whatever's happening in my in in, 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 your, my brain. in yourself. Yeah, like whatever that whatever's triggering that um, depressive feeling, you'll do anything to be away from it, right? At any cost, and like work yourself into exhaustion. Keep other people around you so you don't got to pay attention to it. Yeah, stay up until you pass the fuck out. Like, yeah, that's what you know, fucking life is lonely. I can understand that. Like, I'm not, never alone, so I like to be alone. But I can imagine with like, if you're don't have a partner, you're working your ass off, you're never really home. It's fucking sucks. Yeah. You how, how how are you connecting with people if you're always so transient? You only have your little, small little group that boys that you play with. And then that's what? it. Exactly. You know, I tried to have a girlfriend this year yeah. and that was extremely hard because uh, I felt like I was trying to give her the most I can and uh, it still wasn't enough. And I just mm. made it beat me up like uh, it wasn't enough in what way, like enough time. She wanted I, you know, she wanted my attention all, you know, all the time when I'm not 
on the road. Mm. Oh, so, and that takes away from work. And that takes away from work, and that takes away from, I need a little bit of alone time. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I, so I think about it in terms of this. Like, you say workaholic, so work is your drug. Yeah, work right? is my drug. So that's like Mel trying to come between me and the dope. Mm. You get where I'm coming from with that? Yeah. So what, what, how'd you, when'd you, how'd, sorry. How'd I get around that? No, how'd, when did it, when did you finally give in? I caught him. Well, that didn't, that didn't stop me. Well, I kept going after that. You did keep going after that, but that was like, okay, you're going to keep doing that. Then that's it. Then that's what you get to do. You don't get to have me then. That's, that's. Oh, you gave him the ultimatum. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got the ultimatum. Yeah. Did you keep doing it after that? uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. I went to rehab. I cleaned up for a very short period of time. Matter of days Uh, days. or weeks. Yeah. And then. Not even weeks. It wasn't even. Fucking blew it again. And, um, yeah, I, what finally flipped the switch was I realized through circumstance that I was going to be alone for the rest of my life if I didn't stop. That's my fear too. And I was like, that's a very common fear being alone. And so being alone shouldn't be so negative. It should be like, dope. you want, companionship sure. you want love you want sex you want commute like you want family like i get that but that's not in everyone's cards so just like being a musician right. like that's not in everybody's cards well, look, we have the perfect example right here well um, I, at this point like 53 years old and single and stuff i mean i've realized like the boats say like i'm not settling down and having kids yeah. i'm fucking 53 you know, but what I'd love to be, I'll a, have a kids. I'd, I'd love to be in a relationship or relationship. <laughs> <laughs> right on. You fucking dope, Andy. So, thanks for, thanks for tuning in. Me and Andy got to go now. <laughs> oh, uh, but I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm 53. I'm single. I, it, it's funny listening to people that have a hard time being alone. I've never had that problem my entire life you're okay being alone. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy, I get into all kind. you know, reading, doing things, even just, Late, like like just with nothing on not mm. even listening in any hand you imagine just being quiet yeah. oh my god like, like it's like a med- I, I don't Solitary. meditate like um like that no. but it's a meditation of just like shut everything off and it's yeah. quiet I and i just want someone there i don't want to talk to them <laughs> i don't want to fucking entertain yeah. them i just want someone just in the presence why don't you get a dog andy because who's going to take care of it? Why can't it be like one of those cute, sir, a baby little dog, a service dog? You fucking take it everywhere. Like shits on the bus because it's got a little totally pad on. A, That'd be rad. And got cute. a little Lakers kennel. I think that might help. A little Lakers little, kennel with a beanie and shit. The like smallest dog. Call him Kobe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You need, you you need a Dude. mini pit. Yeah, the smallest dog you can get. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you need something issues. to love and that loves you, Andy. I know. And it doesn't need to have no attachments. Here, you want to help you out with that? I got it. I got it. I don't know. I, I, I hear you. I hear you very well. And, um, but what am I, I don't know. And I'm so selfish though. <laughs> well, I mean, if you realize that shit, it's. Andy, that's, wait a minute. That's bullshit. We're because, all selfish. man. Yeah. Everyone's selfish. And I don't think selfish is bad unless you're being negative against somebody. No. You got to take care of yourself. You got to take a shit. You got to take a shower. You got to eat. You got to train, whatever. That's not being selfish. That's, right. You put yourself first. That's good. 
What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Well, I mean, I love this girl. I don't know why I'm so heartbroken by this. Well, you, yeah, know you, you don't know why. Because it hurts to fucking fall out of love. I know. It hurts. But I broke up with her. So why? Why? Well, let's, yeah. Well, you broke I can up talk with about her. it. Okay, okay. Let's, hear it. let's hear it. Let's hear it. I, I was afraid it was getting really serious. Oh. What the? F- you pushed it away, I didn't you? I pushed it away. That's what you were wanting, and then it's turned, yeah. it turned into that. You're yeah. like, oh, oh, shit, shit. I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to fuck it up. This yeah. looks different that's, than I thought. That, that was my ammo But isn't forever. that a junkie mentality? Totally, 100%. I used to do that all the time. I kind of feel like I'm doing that with my career now I would that I'm build getting more it successful. Burn, I would build it to burn it down. Yeah. I would build it to burn it down. That's and how wa- I am. And then turn around and watch it burn and be like, <laughs> And then it burned down. Like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Okay, why, wow. why are you trying to do that? I don't know. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> don't be, don't be giving me these oh, one-word answers. Oh, like, no. I don't know. I want sentence. Why, why am I building things to burn down? Because it gives me another task yep. to do. Because afterwards. God forbid you get what you were going for, then there's nothing left to go for after you got it. Yeah, it's like that dream where you finally see. I like. I fi- I'm finally seeing all my dreams. Mm-hmm. Like I'm playing Red Rocks. I'm selling out shows. I'm writing songs that people are singing along to. I'm seeing all the dreams that I wanted when I was 14. Now I'm scared shitless. Like what is the next dream? Dream a new dream. It doesn't dude. That's something that I've learned being with Mel hundred percent. It doesn't fucking stop. Right. I promise you, dude. Okay. Like Whatever. Who the fuck am I? But seriously, there's always something. Okay. And, and it, and I'm learning that it they get bigger. Each thing gets bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Like when you were 14 and you dreamed about just playing a show. Right. And and now you did that. And then you dreamed about like writing a song that you heard on the radio. Yeah. And then you did that. And then you dreamed about selling out and you sold out shows. And yeah. then you Red Rocks. And they just get bigger and bigger. It doesn't yeah. ever stop. And yeah. then there's... Was that, is that, that mentality what's fucked up? Like, that's what I said to Mel today. I said, I think that the reason she said, what's the reason that you hurry? I think it's cultural. Yeah. I think it's bred into us in this country of like the hustle. Nobody really feels. And I mean, truly nobody just feels good anymore. I do for no reason not like you had a cup of coffee not like you just got laid not like you just played the show of your life like it's rare to see people just feeling fucking good i know for no reason well our 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 society doesn't want us to feel good no you gotta try you don't need them yeah Yeah. here i have this pill can we transcend that though can i feel like we're all creating our communities new communities you're doing it with your podcast and your shows we're doing it we have a community can't we fucking flip the script on that? Can we flip the script on how we have fun, how we feel, what we need to work toward? Can we, I mean, I, it seems like it's possible. Right. Is that just going back to uh, 
going back to the drug society. Yeah. It's I think you're on to something, Aaron, where it's like we are forced to have a solution for everything. everything. And that's what's fucking us up. Dude. Like we're never supposed to feel bad. So you take this Yeah, or you're never supposed to feel like satisfied. So take this. Like Mm -hmm. there's always another step like, oh, you fucking, you know, you played all those shows. Now what? Like, why can't that like, yeah, Europeans are like that. Europeans have that philosophy of not how Americans are. We're like, they're content with their, I'll go have their acre and their mule. What's the difference? What do you think the difference is? Because we're hustle, hustle culture. Yeah. I think it's that the idea of the, the whole basis of America and the American dream is to fucking find your dreams and go for them and fucking attack them. And like out there in Europe is like, we have people ready to kill us in different countries. (laughs) And we have like, we can't follow our dreams. We got to find shelter. These guys are after us. You know, it's like, it's like survival over. Think about this. The whole idea of being a musician Right. Yeah. Your thought, the thought behind it is you want to make it right as a musician, make it right. Right. So like, what does that even fucking mean? When do you make it? Is the race finished? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Is it a race? Is, is there? Yeah. Exactly. Is it done? Have you made it? And then when you make it, what happens? Do you disappear? Yeah. It's like, (laughs) I've been at first, I always thought there was a finish line. No. For anything. No. And there's no fucking finish line. Well, it doesn't end. And that's what kind of scares me. You do get a cool, like, trophy when you play Red Rocks, though, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I got one for COVID. I sold 200 tickets for COVID because that's the max capacity they could have. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Sold them out. I sold it out and they gave yeah. me a fucking... Fuck yeah, they gave Let's hear it. Oh, shit. Thank you. Thank you for the trophy, Red Rocks. But... You deserved it. Yeah. Thank you, Queen. You did. Um... But I hear you on that. Like, what? Fuck. Why are there's we? There's no make it. There's no. Yeah, there's no making it. You already made it, homie. Yeah, you did. That, okay. Yes. You fucking. Andy. <laughs> you fucking made it. You fucking made it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You're you shit. did. Like, I'm you serious. Like, oh people God. fucking know your name. They love your shows. They go to your shows. They listen to your music. They, they're fucking. You fucking you sold around. out Red Rocks. <laughs> Can we get back to that? Oh. Yeah, no, man. Okay. No, but it's, it's I true, think Andy. If I okay, but if I convince myself I made it, I'm not going to work hard to keep Why not? going. I don't know. Why not? You said you're a workaholic, so that's not true. I don't buy. I don't buy okay. that. No, but I get where he's coming from. Like, no, I. But I'm going to tell him where he's coming from too. Oh shit! Okay. If you oh, shit. already I was no, tell you where you're coming from. No, if you because there's little mental traps that we will tell ourselves right. to stay in our little samskara, that little same way of fucking wheel thinking, same yeah. round and round. You already made it. You already said you like to work. So even if you complete a task, you're going to make work of something else. Right. Period. And so you don't got to worry about, well, what if? There's oh, no, fuck, fuck what that if. That feels good. Fuck what if. That, that feels good. Good. You'll always you find, it. dude, then, you, then you'll be like, all of a sudden it's fucking real estate tycoon Andy or fucking, <laughs> you know, I don't know, or like fucking mini golf Andy. Yeah, like yeah, you'll yeah. Cr- make something We're new. We're starting a pickleball league. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you'll always find something to do. So maybe- so what, so what, okay. So my, so what you're saying is change the mindset that there, that there's never nothing to do. There's always going to be something okay, to do, man. Have you ever been a gamer? Uh, just, and, uh, just play as the Lakers on NBA 2K. Okay. So like for the gamers out there, after you beat a game, 
you just cry in your fucking room and don't play any more games. No, you fucking go buy a new game and you try to beat a new game. And that's what you do in life. Or you no, you, you, okay. You made all your fucking quotas that you had in your head. Oh, I want to do this, that, and the other for musicians. Fucking pick a brand new field that you never fucking start a new instrument. Fucking play a brand new right. instrument. Like something that you are familiar with, but that you don't know. Like take up Tibetan get, throat singing. Well, because <laughs> you need something to occupy your mind. And that's right. what's happening. You're getting bored with your same prescription, but right. you're not bored, period. Yeah, There's true. a lot of things to be excited about. You're just bored of what you're doing right this moment. Change the fucking flip the script. Change it right. up. That's it. Like last time you were here, you were like, oh, I'm going to move. I'm going to move. I'm going to move. You chose Colorado. We told you to come here, but yeah. you chose Colorado. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't but heard about it. But at that time you needed to change also. You right. know what I'm saying? And you change your environment and then you really fucking went somewhere. Yeah. And I, and I was happy. I found roots. You like did. I really do feel like I have roots. Found in your people. Now. Right. Like found my people. That's what you need to do for yourself, for Andy. Now, like you did that for your life. You did that. But now you need a personal inside. It's, like, what am I going to challenge myself to do now? What am I going to work hard toward now? Since my dreams are coming true. It's something that I had right. to do with. You're no, fucking right. With though. no simple I know. road, dude, is, is like, I had this, idea of what i thought making it with the podcast was right mm-hmm. and it was fucking relentless in my head and and everything that we did wasn't good enough and it was because hard it to didn't be measure up to that thing, right. that was, what i thought it was and i actually like stepped outside of it and took a look and was like holy shit if i had told that 46 year old me that was sitting on the porch alone on the first day that I recorded this, that I would be sitting here with you right now doing this and like have podcasted at the peach and like gone to skull and roses and done all the shit that we've done. I would have been like, Holy fuck, you made it. Right. 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 So I had to realize that I'm always making it. It's always happening. And to be like, and to like be into it, Oh shit, right now is fucking dope. You know, I'm fucking, moment, I've rocks. made it. But you want to know what your new word what? is? Pivot. Pivot. Fucking pivot, dude. I you it's not like, oh, don't play music anymore, Andy. It's like you want to work on that 60 days a year show and then fucking do a daily show. Why not put your energy into that? Right. That would make you happy. Who cares if in 10 years after that you're like, oh, this is fucking boring. Do a fucking new dream. Like you know, like being a mom was my whole fucking life, dude. Yeah. Then my baby boy moves out and I'm devastated. So happy because he's fucking on his own, financially stable, loves his girlfriend, doing good. Dude's got more savings than we do. Then. God, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> but then, then I feel like the little kid that was left all alone and everybody went to the dance and I'm staying at home. That's what it felt like after he left. It did feel like that. Yeah, my mom feels like that. She just gave her whole life to the kids, and now she has nothing to do. You have, and you have a sister? Two older sisters. Okay. So then what do you do after that? As a mom, I had to figure some shit out. Right. I got more involved in No Simple Road, because I was always kind of one foot out with No Simple Road and one foot in. One foot out was always with my kids and my family. Like, I'm not, sorry, guys. That was my, in my head. I'm not saying that I, I did less for the show. I'm saying... My head, it was out. Yeah. Now I put my head in, started fucking picking up the banjo. I got more clients and I'm work, like, you got to make some shit up. Right. You got to, you got to put some wind underneath your own wings. And if I'm still harping on my babies, that's fucking annoying. And, and the thing, right. the thing too, Andy is like, 
Right. You're totally right. Never giving yourself credit for where you're at. That's true. I it's never fucking, do that. It's fucking bullshit. Dude. Let's give Andy credit for where Let's he's at right Andy. now. Come on. Andy! I got a very maybe dumb. I love like one of the very simple, simple question. This is like for everybody because this is something I genuinely do, and you hear it, and it's kind of sounds kind of dumb. But waking, wait, I'm sorry, Apple. Waking up in the morning is a victory. Yeah, done a lot of shit in my life. There's three times I almost died. Two of them, Aaron saved me, (laughs) saved my life. Like I genuinely look at that, like like it's a victory. Like waking up in the morning, it's like. Oh, I'm alive. No matter what fucking happens today, I'm fucking here. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's to me, it's as simple as that. Of so like, what do you get sad who about? Who cares if yeah, I'm single? Apple, what do you get who, sad about? What do I get sad about? Not, not a whole lot. Usually, and I'm lucky at 53, like right now, my saddest day is waiting for a hemorrhoid surgery. Mm-hmm. It's the This is the worst day, which is pretty good to say at 53 this is the worst thing i've ever gone through in my life the last couple months of pain in the ass and everything i'm like a grouchy bear and fucking i you know if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything but what what do i get like depressed about you get lonely sometimes yeah i get lonely sometimes and that's when i you know get into another book or figure you know something to do but distraction yeah yeah distraction it helps a whole lot to the way we live mm-hmm. living with Aaron and Mel and Ryder. There's there. You're rarely by yourself. You may be in your room by yourself, but you've you're always got people around you and right. stuff. And the thing I probably get most depressed about is when I start to go down the rabbit hole of analyzing I'm 53 and single. Right. Cause that's something we all do. You don't, you don't want to go out of this world alone. Which I mean, even if you got friends and but everything, that's, that's not that's we not all go a, out of this. That's world not alone, a partner. That's future huh? thought. Well, yeah, you can't take fucks it with you up. You, that's that's future thought. That's what fucks always me up fucks too. you and up. And that's what future I try thought. not to do. Is the yeah, like like I hate that thing. What's your five year plan? Like fuck you. I don't have. I don't, a, I don't a have five minutes. I don't have plan. a tomorrow. I don't <laughs> yeah. have a tomorrow plan. You know which. Sometimes is a bad thing too when you don't plan for anything. Producer but. Corey just had a heart attack. Uh huh. Fire your plan. Yeah. He was just like, "What? No, man. It, it's that future thinking is is murderous, and but it's a fucking fine fine line between something that can motivate you to keep moving forward." And something that you can focus on. But we're talking around. about it but, from the negative standpoint, not and, not the one where it's functioning, where you're making a good plan and you're planning your vacation and you fucking got your hotel set up. We're not talking yeah. about that. We're talking about when you're fucking yourself up. You just did a great job. And now you're like, what else? It's like the little kid that's an asshole to you in school that keeps poking you and making you feel like shit when you're actually doing yeah. a good job. Right. Well, I, I think that's another cultural thing in this country. Well, that goes back to. Us always f- speeding everything up and not enjoying it. Like I, I have think about that too. Like I eat food super fast. Me too. Even when I fucking want to enjoy, it. like I really been, th- I think about shit for a week, and I'll just like finally eat it, and I'll just eat it really quickly and not enjoy it. I think that's life too. So, and I thought, I thought through after COVID, like we we talked about that during. COVID. That everything that everybody might slow down no. a little. We, we it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, it was like, oh shit. No, yeah, now it's like we wasted two years of our life. Let's gotta make up God. Let's gotta live go. our dreams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh shit. Why? You, why did we do that? Because because of it, the thing is, is why do we keep doing it? That, yes, Andy. A hundred percent. That's why I, I we saw our mortality and realized 
oh shit, I might not be able to do anything anymore. It could all be gone tomorrow right. when we didn't think that before. So I want to cram everything in now. Right. And and I think that's why we're seeing Slow part down. of what we're You're seeing. lucky to be alive. Oh. Right. <laughs> everybody's everybody's I like think, hardcore. I, this is funny. I think you like like that like that silly Seth MacFarlane movie, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah, yeah. You know how lucky we are to be fucking able to be alive every right. day in this world with all the assaults that are coming at us <laughs> constantly through our food, our air, our driving, like everything we do. There are so many ways to fucking die. Dude, uh, Honest to God, Andy, the the best prescription for all this shit, like you were just talking about the food, right? If you realize that you do that, maybe don't do that. Right. That's the simplest. That's what I was going to say through all this talking, like just stop doing those things. Well, And, right. and why, can, why if we have all this like um, you are workaholics, you, could, you know that you can do the thing. You know it. Yeah. Why don't we do the thing when we know... Well, that's right. Here's the, here's the part because we're that. addicted. Yeah, and and here's the part of that is like we're addicted. We're we're also culturally programmed to think all or nothing. If it's not all the time, then it's broken, and right. that's bullshit. So like, back to the food thing. If you're eating and you're like, oh shit, I'm rushing through eating. I'm not enjoying this. Slow down for that one fucking bite. Yeah, and go. Oh, I didn't do it just now. I'm good. You know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't have to be every fucking time. That small wins. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, this, I forget who I was listening to something guy was talking about microdosing LSD and he was working from home and he was fucking miserable. Right. And the guy started microdosing LSD and he went to his friend and he was like, dude, I had a fucking breakthrough from microdosing LSD and being miserable working from home. The guy was like, what was it? What was the breakthrough? He's like, I put on socks and he was like, what? He's like, my feet were fucking cold and I was miserable all day. And when I started microdosing, I realized my feet were cold and I put on socks. I have never been so fucking happy at Dang. work in my whole life. So it's not the huge mind shattering, altering. Thing. It's the little fucking shit that can completely change. Right. Everything. Yeah. Like I had, um, wow. I had acid reflux forever and, I finally took a probiotic and I'm like, it's just a little thing. <laughs> and, and it changed like, your world now. It changed my world. I am fucking jacked up. I thought I was just going to so just have a bad stomach for the rest so of my life. So you need a probiotic for your attitude about your career. Uh -huh. Yes. And a probiotic oh for the attitude about your a girl or a, a companion. Like that for real. If you were like saying, hey, Mel, hey, Mel. And I'm like, dude, it's not Mel. It's Miel. <laughs> you know, like, would you still call me Mel? Yes. Miel. Yeah. Yes, I would. But you know, you know where yeah. I'm coming Miel. from. Like, yes. at Whatever what when you realize something is wrong, at what point do you correct it? Well, you know, this goes back to Aaron's addiction problem. What point did you correct it, babe? When I realized that I was going to lose everything. Yeah, that's for me. My but it doesn't. It doesn't ass. always have to be that dramatic. No. I, I understand for some one I was person. A dumb yeah. hat. A dumbass. Well, okay, like, so Apple. When do you realize that? When you like? Yeah. What was your rock bottom, Apple? What or, made you decide to go to self imposed rehab? Oh, that that. My rock bottom was when I lived with my friend Bill and his two kids, a wife. I'm renting a room from them, and I'm in my room with the screwdriver jammed in my door to keep anybody from coming in. Nobody's trying to come in. But I had to prop my door shit because I'm in there shooting up. 
and couldn't hit a vein and blood's just pouring down my arm and needle hanging out. And I looked in the mirror and I weighed, well, I weighed like 220, have been for a while. I was like 160. Holy sunken eye looked in the mirror that that old thing it's it's one of those things like that'll never happen to me i'm looking in the mirror crying i don't know who the fuck i am sunken eyes fucking haven't eaten in days maybe like a fucking couple french fries or something and just pathetic started bawling first phone call i made which thank god blessed my dad was my dad i knew he'd have my back i called my dad i was working for him in his law office at the time and was like, Dad, when I told him, he was kind of like Mel. Yeah, my dad had my dad likes to drink and stuff. He smoked a joint once or twice in his life. So twice. The, the other yeah, time was, was up here a couple of years ago. Got him to smoke a joint with me. But he, you were you you you've been doing what? How how are you coming to work? And like like I was like, Dad, it's functional now. So that that was my rock bottom, and that's when I went. And that same thing. I had a couple of relapses. I came back worked for you. Got me a job doing cable. And within six months, it started with one person on my team like, hey, man, you want a little bump? And I was like, yeah, one little bump. Today's a bad day. One little bump. Next thing, by the end of the week, I'm like, dude, can I get a quarter from you? <laughs> can I get a half? Fucking I told Let's Eric. Go. I was like, oh I was like, dude, God. I got to go back to the mountains. I'm falling right back into it again. So right. I mean, there's a couple of relapses. But I mean, the main thing to me that helped me through all that, too, is is friends and family. Yeah. And like this, one of the most important things about this, the depression, mm-hmm. the loneliness and shit is talking. Yeah. Talking to people about, about it. it. I'm well, just thankful. You're every doing day it all the time how, on your podcast. man. Yeah. That's helped <laughs> me so much. And like, I think my rock bottom was like when I was a super sex addict and slept, you know, I was on tour. I think I was I slept with like 11 girls in eight days or something. Ew. Yeah. Was, Yikes. Yeah. It was just like making the band drive to a different town to have sex with a girl for lunch. <laughs> oh, and shit. then I'd, wow. yeah, I'd give them 40 bucks to go buy lunch while I had sex. I got to go do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they back. knew what I was doing. They were fucking dumb. He's 40 oh, bucks. No, yeah. <laughs> you ain't pulling one over on But Ernie. at that point, it would be like, yeah. I, I, I got to go do this thing. Oh, yeah, they but just it was quit just, having yeah. names. And, but then I was just right. getting too much. Like Then all of a sudden, I, if I had 11 girlfriends. Where uh, I, wanna, I wanna pause for a while. Both of you guys look at look at it. Look at look at them straight on. See his kitten ears? His what? His kitten ears. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the way the hat's folded with the front. You got two little Lakers kitten ears, oh, dude. Yeah. I just, just okay, sorry. Andy, Andy. Okay, that was my, okay, that so that was my was your rock bottom. And then what'd you do to like how did you stop? Well, I stopped taking drugs because I was That was perpetuating it. Yeah, the the cocaine was given me the depression to find dopamine so the only way i could find dopamine was to come oh fuck yeah because i was super depressed and i was trying to figure out a way to get out of the depression hole so i could throw a happy show and i did that for years oh my god okay but your shit worked because i remember that once i once i got off meth my shit like even masturbation didn't happen for almost two. Oh years. yeah once i got off the, it didn't work there yeah. was no, it was like yeah it was like it was like a little loogie like a pulling tally. Like, <laughs> yeah because it, because you didn't have that chemical to yeah. make everything oh work God. yeah exactly and i was just then i was just like that coming sucks, to sucks tr- for you guys <laughs> our boy Eric shoots ropes <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah like that was i think out of anything i I was addicted to sex more than everything. Wow. Okay. No. And you know what, man? Like, 
people joke about that. Oh yeah, you addicted to sex, and that's that's for real, dude. That's yeah. that takes up that cons- that's all consuming. Oh yeah, I, re- I remember times where like I'd spend seventy percent of my time just copy pasting text messages to all these girls asking me the same question. How you doing? Boom, yeah, boom, doing boom, well, boom. you know, in this yeah. town. Or you know, how you doing? Blah blah blah. And just how you doing? <laughs> going down the text line. Wow. Going shit. down the road, feeling bad. And just firing them off to him with no individual. Yeah, because I didn't want to. I'm, I'm not a dude who's going to uh, just stop talking to you. Yeah. But I and now look in hindsight, this was like I don't know, God, seven years ago, eight years ago, six years, ago. maybe short. Yeah, six. Yeah, because of COVID too. Yeah, six or seven years ago. Yeah, in hindsight, I didn't want to be the guy who just like had sex and bailed because my mom would beat my ass if I right. did that to women. So I uh, <laughs> that's that's, that's thinking, so weird. That thing uh-huh. is crazy. Uh-huh. Eleven is fine, but don't you be dissing on them, don't all right? You ghost. <laughs> Eleven girls is chill, you keep but in touch. <laughs> you keep right. in touch with everybody. <laughs> they were sweethearts. They gave you their flower. But oh, it's wild. Man. That was that was. I think that was my rock bottom when I was just like. Felt like I had like 11 girlfriends all and I was just lying to all of them, telling them that they're the only one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's going to yeah. weigh on you. But they had it. They knew they so, weren't fucking stupid. So Andy is the more I was lying to myself. They knew that's why they didn't come close to me. Like they didn't mm-hmm. like, like they didn't take it seriously. They didn't take it seriously. And, and I was, then that's hurtful to you too. And that's hurtful for me. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a vicious cycle of, me lying and them knowing I'm lying, but still want me around because I'm. Because you're, uh, but you're using each other at that. We're point. using each yeah. other. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm fucking Frasco, and that's a big deal. And yeah. you're like, oh, I'm fucking this chick, and that's a big deal. But it's there was not, no substance. But yeah. is the is the moral to this entire conversation that we just had that you need to call that girl that you just broke up with back and and fix that. Just uh, fix it in the sense of maybe you you know like look like, man like you said you said some things today that I caught you were like I was in love or I'm in love yeah like I never have heard you say that before. I know never that yeah. doesn't happen and a you know lot, what Frasco man. when you get your feelings hurt it's hard to be honest he's like fuck that sh-, you know yeah. like you could say that man I didn't like that teacher anyway when you totally had a secret crush and you were wanting yeah. to impress them right well, that's what she was all, that's what she was doing you know when I broke up with her. And then she like said some stuff, mean some, stuff. yeah. But that's part when, of the yeah, breakup. When you're hurt, you're saying some, yeah, some yeah, we, yeah everyone's bleeding each other out at yeah. that point. And we yeah. always go for the tender bits when yeah. we're upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then then I just yeah, I think I broke up with her because uh, your nose is big and your farts smell. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You smell like soup. <laughs> okay, you, you said. <laughs> I think you might have. Maybe I was scared, but maybe what do you, maybe, what do you, maybe, maybe you can't be. Mm-mm, maybe you were scared. I yeah. you were scared because you were starting to fall in love. You really liked right. her. You pushed her away, so she did some dumb shit. I mean, yeah, maybe, and, yeah. and that's the story. I mean, I don't know. That's the story. Listen, I'm Janet. just. That, I'll put a question mark at the end of that. It's the story, Morning Glory. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but maybe I fucked up. Maybe only but, you know. Only I know. Well, well, now you're thinking about it again in maybe a different I just, light. You know, you so. need some healing um, around that because you brought it up and things that, right? Things that 
you bring up that were painful, you don't do it for no reason. You're not like, oh, look at my wound. I'm going to freaking open up my yeah. chest. You can see my gosh. Like you're, you're doing that because Ew. you need some healing. So I, we were going to we were going to do a tarot reading. Let's pull one card. I like, I like this. Too. I, feel, I, feel like right. I thought we were in the. But sa- I don't know if it's like, nest. but it's also my first relationship. So I don't know if I'm just like forcing a relationship. Maybe we weren't compatible. OK, that's fair, too. Wait a minute. What do you think? First relationship? My first ever committed relationship. I didn't cheat on her. Oh, okay. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Committed. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. First time you were in love? First, um, second time. Okay. I didn't go for the other one that I was in love with because uh, I I wasn't secure enough to think that she would be with me. Okay. Doing my you gotta let you weren't somebody good love you, baby. Let somebody love you. I love you, Andy. I love you. Andy. I, for you, you know that. I know. That's why I keep coming to you guys whenever I'm low. And and here's the thing. Like, we met because you're Andy Frasco, right? Yeah. But that's not why we're friends. No. I could give a fuck. I know. Seriously. I love you. About any of that shit. Like, none of that shit matters you're to me. My I, I like hanging out with you, man. You're and you, you really do deserve to stand where you're at and and look around you and be like dope yeah i fucking i fucking killed it. you deserve man. it all you deserve a hot well, wife you deserve a banging career you deserve millions of dollars and in a the mini bank. pin well no <laughs> and a mini fucking pin i'm telling you but but seriously like you deserve that but everybody fucking deserves that and and you're in a position to actually make all those things happen so you got to just drop the bad habit of thinking badly about yourself yeah that's really what i think that's what and that's a habit that can be broken just like coke that like fuck that andy's the the shit and i don't mean it in a sense that like you know you're fucking puffing up your chest and you can't stand nobody can stand to be around you i'm saying like i'm working hard and i'm deserving the shit i'm getting yeah I know jack shit about basketball. I'm just going to say that straight up. But just throwing that out just there. Just throwing that out there. Okay. But all those guys that are great in the game, uh-huh. they didn't get there by being like, I'm not that good. I haven't made it yet. I don't know what I'm doing. You're right. I, and you look up to those people, man. I, I, was, I know. You're right. I, ah! I'm a man. That's right. I'm a man. I'm confident. I'm special. I work hard. I deserve everything that's coming my (laughs) way. Fucking affirmations. All right. I'm going to say this one last thing about Will Smith. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What? Will Smith was talking yesterday to David Letterman. We were watching that show. About Chris Rock? No, no, that's a different one. Different no, one. David Letterman has a show where he yeah, yeah. interviews the celebrities, right? And it's actually really good. So it was like Will Smith was on. And Will Smith was talking about a lot of shit, but he had just done ayahuasca a couple times, or maybe 14 times, he had said. In, Holy shit. In a, in a two-year period. Damn, and and he, he gained some knowledge, clearly not a ton of knowledge, but he gained, gained a lot of it. And it's those things that you have to break in order to break through. Yeah. He didn't say that. I'm saying that was like my synopsis of this, of what his conversation was. You, you have to have to create something dramatic and, and you and Aaron, you talking about burning something down to break it. You don't have to burn down what you've created. You can burn down something else like those shitty ass habits. Yep. Yeah. Burn that shit down. God, I fucking love you, Mel. Well, I got, I got one thing. You're to, right. I got one plug too. Oh, baby. I know you're right. One you're plug right. about hard working motherfuckers. 
I fucking love Mel Brooks, man. Yeah. Mel Brooks is 97 years old. This is still, this still is the segue script. department. 97 no years old. I just want to encourage everybody because it's hit and miss skits, but History of the World Part 2 is out on Hulu, and he's involved yeah. in it. He, like, wrote a bunch of it, and it's got everybody. It's got so many comedians or anything in it, but 97 years old, that man. Still doing stuff. Has yep. had such Didn't a lot. He says in the beginning, he's all, well, I took the money from Hulu. I already spent it. So here you are. History, <laughs> of, history of the world part two. All right. So amen. We're going to pull Andy a card, Mel. Is that what we're doing? Andy's going to pull his own Andy, card. Yeah. I think he so those are the people we should be inspired by. The people who keep doing it till they're yeah, my dad. Dude, you're dude, I, that's what I was going to say. My dad too. He See? just keeps working. Yeah. Don't stop. My dad too. Dave, I'm afraid of my dad. I probably, when you stop. Boom. Why do yeah, I feel so it's bad? Over. It's over all when the time. You, it's over when you stop because you because you don't get breaks. You don't give yourself breaks. Yeah, yeah you got it. You got to learn how to like. You got to come with to fish with me and Aaron. I'm fucking down, Queen. Come with us, man. We're fucked up. Well, look, we'll you talk can about wear this. A fake, Let's fake nose and a mustache. Nobody uh, will know it's you. Can we do ketamine? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't do that. No, that's bad absolutely. for you. No. Not. That's you illegal, Andy. Andy, you're you're on track though. You you do need to just do that's something that's fucking fun. I know. I Go that's have fun. it. Just fun. A fucking that's all have I a ball do. game. Let's Go a fucking fun. pump fun up the basketball not... and shoot some hoops. Like something that doesn't require you to be fucking Andy, motherfucking Rosco. You're right. You could just be Andy. I want to I want to go camping. Oh. We'll go camping yeah. with you, man. Let's go. I want, I want to shit in a hole. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Shitting in the hole is dope. Is right. it tight? I want to see that. I want to see, see Andy sitting, sitting in the middle of a river on an outcropping of rocks meditating. I want to do that. Let's do it, Andy. Just Come Andy on. sitting Let's out all there just shitting like, holes together. <laughs> and that. And in a circle holes. and watch each other. Shitting in the hole with Andy Fresno. How's all right, your, on the next how's episode. your hole doing, hole. man? <laughs> so, all right, what the, got? this is the Grateful Dead tarot deck. Okay. And uh, basically, you just like, Close your eyes and okay. pick a card, and and we'll we'll tell you what it Are means. Are you left-handed, Andy? I'm right-handed. And pick with your left. Pick with your left hand. Damn, he went right for it. There was like no because he'd around. be going for shit. King. Ooh, look and wait a minute. Ooh. Look what that king is doing. What's He's the king doing? Chilling. He's chilling. Sitting on his throne, being a king. King of what, Mel? King of bears. Oh, it's about money. King of bears. Yep. That's about money. King of bears. What is so this? Bears. Bears is like in traditional tarot. Bears. The suit of pentacles. bears in the tarot deck. This deck uh-huh. is is pentacles in the regular tarot deck. Pentacles have to do with like earthly, earthly things, shit, material like matters. Material world. This is success, security. <laughs> no bullshit, man. Oh my god. Damn. Uh, a small bear leans lovingly upon an elder figure resting on a rock with his plow. The sun sets in the background, revealing a cycle's completion. Mm-hmm. King of Bears takes on the role of financial management. He keeps track of all expenses. Income ensuring oh balance is maintained by maintaining a positive relationship to nature, money, and other material resources. He creates security and abundance for his entire kingdom. Make careful and well-planned investments. Keep track of your expenses and budget accordingly. Appreciate all that you have, and God you will attract it. more. Success is the result of hard work and patient planning. Trust those with experience and follow tried and true tradition. Be grateful for where you are. What no bullshit. the fuck? <laughs> and you, your hand went right to right it. Right to it. Yeah, there no hesitation. You see, that's how it works, Andy. It, this represents damn it. 
Uh, <laughs> it can also, it, this is a, the culmination of an investment or a project. Uh, plans you set in motion a long time ago are coming to fruition. Goals are being attained. The harvest is coming in. You are now seeing or will soon see tangible results of your hard work. The king carries within the energy of success and abundance. Wherever areas he influences will have benefit of security, support, and your expertise. Holy fucking. Grateful Dead Tarot Deck, everybody. Oh, my oh, God. Okay, the, the card here, the sun is setting. There's like That's this wild. Isn't that crazy, there's like dude? this like right to you. beautiful card, right? The king is sitting down. The cute little bear is by his side. He's not alone. No. So notice that he's not alone, and he still literally has work in his hand, yeah. but he's chilling. And the he's field, come. The field is plowed. He's he's done the work, and there's still work to do. <laughs> and he's okay with it. Wow. You can let it chill. And for the a sun is is setting, but it's still shining. That's that's important to note. And he's chilling. Holy guys! Wow, what a fucking podcast! What a podcast! Let's go. Let's go drink some Jameson. Take some mushrooms (laughs) (laughs) and do it all over again, brother. (laughs) Wow! Thank you, guys. Love you, Andy. Love you too. You're the best. You too, brother. tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com/dmb. Thanks Relics. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you'd cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. 
So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. <laughs>